Grassland Football Podcast. We'll go behind the scenes with Jayhawk Slant, the online leader, covering KU football and recruiting. Now, here's the staff from JayhawkSlant.com, Randy Withers and John Kirby. Hey, everybody, this is Randy Withers. Welcome into a special post-game edition of the Inside Slant from JayhawkSlant.com. We are less than 24 hours removed from the Jayhawks' huge win over number 6 Oklahoma yesterday at Memorial Stadium. Kirby and I were texting and said, you know what, let's, let's fire this thing up for a quick Sunday podcast to recap and relive everything that happened in an absolute watershed moment for the Kansas football program. Thanks to technology, I'm actually recording as I drive around Kansas City this morning. So, hey, this is, you're, you guys are getting live reaction from us as we are still recovering from all that happened against the Sooners yesterday. We're going to hear some comments from Lance Leipold on the win and get his thoughts on, on just what this could mean for his, his staff recruiting moving forward and also hear from Jason Bean. Jason Bean has gone through a lot to return and lead the Jayhawks to a win over the sixth-ranked Sooners. He's a tremendous story and somebody that I think everyone is looking forward to hearing from. Let's go ahead and get right into this thing. I'm going to bring in my man on the Kansas Football Beat publisher and my good friend John Kirby. John, how are you feeling this morning? Doing well, Randy. I um, You know, somebody posted on the message board, how did everybody celebrate? And I was like, man, I, I didn't leave the press box till like 6.30, 7 o'clock. So... That's how wow. I celebrated. My uh, my son said his roommate jumped in the pond, but he didn't. And I'm sorry, in Potter's <laughs> Lake. So <laughs> I told him, oh, I told wow. him, come on, man, you got to get in there. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the kid needs the freshman experience. He's got to do those things. Yeah, I mean, that's got to happen, man. Who would have thought you'd be sitting on a podcast? driving around Kansas City, going to the grocery store so we can deliver at least some good news for people to listen to on a Sunday morning. That's that's what we're doing. We're delivering the goods for Kansas football fans all across the country to give them a little something on this Sunday morning To as they're still basking in the glow of this, of this win. You know, Lance Leipold was losing his voice in the post-game press conference. And, you know, before we get into that, though, I, I just want to give you props for predicting the Jayhawks would upset the University of Oklahoma. You said it on the podcast, and it was funny. You even said you were like, I don't think our predictions are going to match up like they have been lately. And you gave you said they'd win by one. And then you went on 8-10 on Friday morning. And, and Stephen St. John and Nate both pointed out, they were like, this doesn't happen unless John is serious. And here you are, truth teller, soothsayer, predictor of fortunes. Man, how how did you know? <laughs> well, I didn't know. I got lucky. <laughs> hey, my dad said I'd rather be lucky than good. But you know, Randy, I did. I said all week I felt they needed to get some help from Oklahoma, and I felt Kansas would be in this game. Um, you know, it was a little brave to predict a win, but I mean, you know, I could have looked. I could have ended up looking foolish too. But you know, I felt all week they needed some help and they won the turnover battle. I said all along, 
Oklahoma skill guys, although they put up some yards in times, didn't scare me. You know, they struggled against SMU. Uh, you know, they uh-huh. won they won the turnover battle three to nothing against Texas. They struggled against Central Florida. And I just, you know, when Oklahoma lost that receiver in the Texas game, that was really their big threat in the receiver game. And and I thought that KU's yeah, KU's corners and, and defensive backs, you know, played well. You know, I thought KU found a way to run the ball well enough. Kotal Nicky went into his gadgets. He went into the wildcat. I mean, listen, Kotal Nicky, they they must have run ten gadget plays through that thing. The old Oh, oh yeah. Two guys in the he backfield. Didn't get the bag yesterday. Yeah, he 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 did. But you, so, you know, but Randy, I think I think the story of this game really is kind of the culture and the belief that Leipold has developed in the program. Okay, and, and I'm going to talk uh-huh. about it, really the biggest stretch of this game. Right, came down to the final what two minutes twenty seconds, because for all intents and purposes, that game could have been over. Okay, so, somebody uh-huh. sent me a graphic last night that ESPN or I think it was ESPN has yeah. like a predictor, and it was like a ninety nine percent. I was going to mention that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a 99% chance of, of a win. But, you know, it's always funny. Good coaches or just teams that are well-prepared and in the right spots, have their, they have their three timeouts left, right? I mean, they get down yeah. to the final two minutes, and they've got three timeouts, and, and they hold Oklahoma, and the defense plays well. And I'm going to tell you, a huge, there's two huge plays at the end of that game. The false start. On fourth and seven, Oklahoma's got the ball. They're going for it. Yes. Okay, that uh-huh. false start pushed them back five yards and made it fourth and twelve, and they had to punt. And then Luke Grimm did a great job of faking the fair catch, and those those Oklahoma guys didn't know where the ball was, and it goes in the end zone because they could have easily downed that ball inside the ten. And then I thought the biggest play of the final drive for the Jayhawks, and and Jason Bean, man, the guy delivered. He find he finds Arnold. It was fourth and six, and I mean you're thinking, oh man, fourth and six. They they've struggled on fourth down, but Lawrence Arnold turned that defensive back. Actually, I I, I need to go back and rewatch it. I don't know if that DB just lost Arnold or what happened, but I mean he was wide open. So uh-huh. you know, Randy, one other thing that I think needs mentioning, and and, and I actually asked Leipold this in the post game. Everything always when you when you talk about KU football these last couple of years, what does everything come down to? It's offense. Everybody talks about the offense, the creativity, the the, the playmakers they have, Jalen Daniels, Jason B. Everything's about the offense. But let me tell you something: the Kansas defense deserves some credit here, okay? Because on Oklahoma's last eight drives, only two of those came out with points. All right, Oklahoma had four possessions in the fourth quarter, and they led to seven points. So the defense, in my opinion, came up with some big stops, and they deserve some props. But in the end, give the program, the the coaches, the players, the credit here. They believed they could win that game. They did not quit, and that is a huge win. It was absolutely unbelievable, and you're right. It speaks so much to the the culture and the belief that Lance Leipold and his staff have built in such a short time, John. I mean, we, you and I have watched this program through a lot of really bad football over the last, you know, basically since, what, 2010. 
And we've seen so many teams that if they were, if they would have been in that situation, they would have absolutely folded. And like you said, that game would have been over with like two and a half, three minutes left. That would have been it. But they, the grit and the, the focus that they showed to, I'm going to go back to when I was coaching. One of the things that we always told our kids was, Hey, just keep playing, keep playing, believe in what we're doing. Keep playing. Things are going to happen. And that is exactly what that squad did yesterday. You know, you, you talked about Coach Leipold's comments. He was losing his voice in the post-game press conference yesterday after, you know, kind of gathering himself after everything that happened on the field and in the locker room. Um, let's, let's hear a clip of his opening comments about the win over Oklahoma. You know, I'm pretty, pretty pumped. Uh, um... For me, I, I, I don't know, just processing yet everything, the ups and downs, the emotion, how proud I am of this football team for so many reasons, um, and so many today, but so many as, uh, you know, we lost two of our last three against some good football teams and played an excellent team today and, and to find a way to, to keep battling and, and come up with stops when we needed them and, and executing plays on, on top of that. It's still just mind-boggling to think this is only the second time in the history of the Kansas football program that the Jayhawks are going to go to back-to-back bowl games. Here's Lance Leipold talking about that accomplishment and, and what it means to this program. It's huge. I mean, it's huge. You, know, you guys have been here every day. You know, we, we've sat here for a long time just trying to keep it keep keep it even do those things not talk about it but you know what it's probably time for me to start talking about how proud i am about how far this program's come kirby you wrote a story on on what this win meant for jason bean after coming back you know he kind of made the decision that he wasn't that he was done with college football and he was going to move on and and after a lot of urging, I think, from his teammates and from his coaches, he, he made the decision to come back. He's overcome so much adversity. And to see him lead the team on that last drive, what are your thoughts on that, man? What have, I mean, can you compare it to anything you've seen covering Kansas football before? Well, I don't know if there's anything to compare it to, Randy, but, you know, in what we do, you get to know the players, right? You, you get to interview the players, and you, you get to know them. I mean, you're around them, and you, you chat with them. And, and listen, when, when Jason Bean came to KU, I remember breaking the story that it was coming. I, I, he had just got done talking to Emmett Jones, and he has decided to leave North Texas. You know, he comes in, and you know he gets some starts, and then finally Jalen Daniels emerges, and he becomes a backup, and then he becomes a starter again. And, you know, listen, that Liberty Bowl, okay, the two-point conversion. Oh, yeah. It's something that people always bring up. And hopefully now what happens is people start looking at what this guy's done. Listen, Adam Rittenberg from ESPN last week ranked him the number one backup quarterback in the country, and he has been Uh huge. You know, Randy, last year against Oklahoma State, they become bowl eligible. Jason Bean's the quarterback, the starter. This year – they become bowl eligible beating Oklahoma. Jason Bean's the starter. So it's just cool to see him, you know, come back in this situation after throwing a couple key picks and keeping his head up. And like I said, you get to know these guys a little bit through the interview process and just being around them. So, man, it was really cool leaving that interview room and, and having watched Jason Bean and just his emotions after that game and winning. It's 
he's a tremendous redemption story, in my opinion. You know, you mentioned that play against Arkansas. And, you know, when he announced he was coming back, he, he kind of said, I, I didn't want it to end that way. I didn't want my story to end that way. And now he's done something that hasn't happened at the University of Kansas since 1984 in upsetting a top 10 program in Memorial Stadium. You know, we're talking about Jason being let's, – let's hear his comments after yesterday's game. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I think I've been here long enough for – you know, y'all to understand just what that means to me and, um, you know, the things that I've been through, the things this team has been through, this program has been through, um, you know, this school and, and this state. Um, you know, it's just, it just means everything to, to, you know, get that win. And, and against that school, um, you know, in that fashion is, um, you know, it's just huge for us. How did you stay poised after that second interception? Oh, uh, yeah, well, you know, I've, I've made mistakes in the past and, you know, I've learned from those mistakes and, um, you know, just try not to repeat the same, you know, dumb mistakes that I have in the past. And, um, you know, I think that's just my main thing this, these, these past two weeks is trying to focus on, you know, recovering when I make a mistake. You know, John, maybe one of the most important parts of that win was the impact this could have on recruiting. I made a post right after the game talking about what this could do potentially. What have you heard from recruits so far since they left Memorial Stadium in Lawrence yesterday? Yeah, Randy, there was, you know, there were, I think there were 70 recruits total. I don't know. Could it be give or take a couple? Wow. So, and, and now keep in mind when I say this, you know, everybody's like, what, what are all the big time guys saying and all this? When you have 70 recruits, there's still a, a good portion of those guys that are going to be PWO offers. And some of them may not even get a PWO offer. But the fact is, you know, Lance Leipold talked about after the game and, and, and you'll hear a clip, how many people? wanted to be in that stadium how many people filled out their their uh, online forms they have to come and be a guest down on the field compared to two years ago it's not even close so you can tell how much the program's changed I've talked to a lot of recruits man a lot of positive thoughts a lot of guys are talking about what this win can do and what it was like being there so over the next 24 to 40 hours I'm gonna have a lot of comments from recruits we're going to post it on the site and people can see kind of just what the impact of that game was. Listen, this is a national stage, okay? Last year we talked about TCU, the game day crew set up, all the national attention. It, how much that can help your program? I think this one is bigger, okay? And when well, I, I, agree. I say that, it's because, number one, it was Oklahoma, and number two, it's because they won. So, yep. like I said, over the next 24 hours, I'm going to have a lot up there of what the recruits are saying, and there's going to be some pretty positive comments from some top-notch guys, a lot of three- and four-star recruits with some uh, with some good thoughts on the Jayhawks' win. Cannot wait. Hoping to – hoping, John, you know, I'm not – I don't want to tip the hand or anything, but I really hope you're going to bring us some good stuff from Lincoln Cure, from, from Andrew Babalola, from – Juju Marks, you know, some of the names that we've been talking about. I, I can't wait to hear what those guys had to say. Well, I think you should you know, stay posted. I think the fans should stay posted then. You know, John, we talk about the, the impact recruit this could have on recruiting. You had a chance to ask Coach Leipold yesterday, right after the game, what the win over Oklahoma on that national stage could do for recruiting. And I think that's the perfect way to close this thing out. Let's, let's hear what Coach had to say before we finish this thing up. 
You know, I was I was telling Travis the other day, you know, first of all, 70 recruits, that's big. You know, high school season around, you know, there's there's recruits there that are equally as excited as, as we are, you know, in, in there. It was it was awesome to see because they see Kansas football's changing. And um, and then you couple with what's coming on the horizon, there's so many great things. Rain or no rain is a beautiful atmosphere, and there's so much to it that we can build upon. I, I was saying, I told Travis, our first year we had we, visiting coaches, you know, get tickets to think high school coaches and stuff we had six coaches request tickets we had 75 for this one now there's teams still playing and doing things but there's a this is a monumental uh, uh shift in what's how this program's being perceived and we need to keep working to to make that a constant that is the final word from kansas football coach lance leipold after yesterday's monumental win over number six Oklahoma for the Kansas Jayhawks on a national stage. The big noon matchup on Fox. There's a whole show there on the field, out on the hill. Just as big a game as it could have been in University of Kansas comes through with the upset. For my man John Kirby, I'm Randy Withers. You've been listening to a special post-game edition of the Inside Slant podcast from JayhawksLant.com. We will talk with you again soon.